Hi everyone, welcome back to Knock It Off. This is Bethany Bell. I'm back after dumping my duty, I mean requesting Kara to uh, read for last week. I actually was over um, near the west part of the country in the Phoenix, Arizona area. Visiting my best friend of nearly 30 years, I brought the three kids, I brought the husband, I brought myself, and we shared space with her, her husband, her four boys, and two dogs. And it really was a delightful trip. We traveled north to Sedona uh, as Adam and I and the boys and our little girl had never seen it and it was just gorgeous. And their family braved all that desert heat with us to help us make that happen. And we just had such a a lovely time. I'm really grateful for it. I actually wrote this week's piece just before we left. And I've been tweaking it along with Kara uh, throughout this last week. It was following, you know, an event that happened at work. Um... And how it kind of spilled over into my personal life with my kiddo. And, um, you know, healthcare can be a really tricky world to work in. Uh, Oftentimes it feels very steady and normal. And then you have these days that they just come at you like a lightning storm you didn't see coming. And we can find ourselves lamenting and processing them for days, weeks, months on end. And sometimes there's days that just stay with you. I think anybody that's worked in this field um, can attest to that. Anyway, I hope the piece is um, well received. I hope it's helpful. And I just want to thank everybody that keeps doing this kind of work because it's, uh, it's very important and it's very hard. Mom, do you want a blanket? A lesson in being vulnerable with our children. Some days at work feel super standard. Others stay with us. I work in healthcare, which is essentially sick care. People come to us when they are having problems. People get hospitalized when they're having real serious problems. Healthcare is a very complex ecosystem to work in not unlike many other huge, complicated systems that have developed in American history. The nuances are many, the stressors are frequent, and thrive under pressure or not, people's lives are at stake. The COVID-19 pandemic really rocked our world. We saw makeshift ICUs formed like the latest pop-up shops. We saw the largest number of patients ever be placed on a ventilator. We observed devastating statistics unfold in real time. We saw extreme fear, death, isolation. People who work healthcare and the countless lives affected by the virus have those dark days forever imprinted on the maps of where they've been. Now we're in what may be considered the aftermath, the recovery. Staffing is trying to stabilize. People with long COVID and long-term effects are trying to stabilize. Financial losses are trying to stabilize. It's all still rocky in a very different way than when everyone was wearing claustrophobic N95 masks and disposable gowns and gloves to work every day. 
But the sickness rages on. People still have clogged arteries and sick rhythm systems and scarred lungs and raging infections and failing kidneys and side effects of long-term elevated stress attacking them. The list seems endless. Those who have remained employed in healthcare continue their daily work, caring for patients, walking the halls, starting IVs and titrating medications and managing ventilators and central lines, turning patients and replacing heart valves and getting people out of bed for the first time in weeks and helping them to swallow again. We never know when morbidity will hit, when someone is going to yell for help, when it's their last few moments of consciousness on this earth. A family member may run out asking, please, we rush in, see their air hunger. We call a code. The whole team arrives doing everything possible to save a person lying helplessly in front of them that was resting quietly just minutes before. They may not make it. The tears of their loved ones echo throughout the hallway. Life transitions into slow motion. They are pronounced. The team stops, slowly vacates the room. Gloves, medicine vials, paperwork, grief, everywhere. Not an hour has passed and the demands of healthcare require us to pivot, prepare for the next admission, go back to the procedure lab to start the next case, head over to the clinic to see the waiting patients. What is collectively witnessed is collectively suppressed into short conversations with one another, reliving and documenting what happened. But mostly it's complete and we are to move on to the next thing. The humanity of what was just witnessed in complete paradox with what feels like cold impassivity. The rest of the day can feel like you're in a fog, floating above the scene of reality in the untapped space of divine meets humanity the space of mystery and uncertainty. The person's eyes may haunt you. Their whimpers for help grab you. You find your mind doing the tape recording thing where it runs on repeat. What happened? What did we do? What could we have done differently? Why couldn't we save them? Repeat over and over. You may need to go pick up children a few hours after this happens. Smile as they approach you. So glad to see their youth and their health. You buckle them in and turn right and drive home in silence. They see an ambulance, ask you, was there some sort of incident? You answer, yes, there must have been. You hesitate. Should you share your story? A glimpse into what you experienced that day? Are they old enough? Will they be better off for it? But a part of you that wins out just yearns to talk about it and they are there. You don't know, you haven't researched the science on if it'll traumatize the kid, but you see the ambulance sighting and the inquiry as a natural segue. I was involved in an incident today, buddy. You find yourself sharing, not all the details, but enough so that your child understands your heart mourned today. They may ask questions, really insightful, interesting inquiries. Then they may be quiet, staring off onto the wet road alongside you. You may find yourself lying down on the couch before the sun has begun to set that day, the events of the day completely depleting your reserves. Your eyes can feel incredibly heavy. 
your heart weighted, your brain fogged. Your child may pass by you, that same child that you shared a sensitive story with. They may stop, notice something amiss, turn and ask you, Mom, do you want a blanket? And begin covering you with the warmest love you've ever received from them, all because you chose to share. Your eyes may well up, knowing this is a new gesture from this child, knowing that you connected with them today on some shared level of humanity, knowing that they understood that mom has been through something profound. Suddenly, your brain flashes back to the moments of motherly fear, the times when he seemed to notice no one else in the room, the times you laid your head down on the pillow in complete frustration with his behavior, wondering how he would ever build his own meaningful relationships. The venting sessions with the spouse, sisters, and friends, lamenting how nothing seems to stick. You realize these hard moments, the painful ones, are somehow morphing into a new understanding between mother and son. His eyes are opening to new understandings, his heart softening with each conversation, his brain is adjusting to unique experiences. He couldn't say it in so many words at the time when he covered you in the blanket because he's just a boy. But what I think he conveyed was, Mom, I respect what you did today. That's it, guys. That's our piece for this week. Thanks so much for taking a listen. And I want to extend again a thanks to everybody that works in this very complicated and rewarding field of healthcare. Uh, please be sure that you are subscribing at knockitoff.substack.com. And please give us a share with somebody if. Um, these pieces speak to you. It really helps us to get the word out, and we appreciate that so very much. Thanks again, and I think you'll be hearing from me again next week. So I look forward to chatting with you.